Welcome to HR in 15, a podcast dedicated to addressing the complexities of modern HR in just 15 minutes. Brought to you by Prestige PEO, simplifying HR. Hi, and welcome to another episode of HR in 15. I'm Rhonda Wheelis, Director of Client Services at Prestige PEO Southeast Region, and I'm excited to be your host today. We're joined by Joe O'Connor, Chief Executive Officer of Four Day Week Global, which is a non-for-profit community that assists companies in implementing a four-day work week to support a more sustainable work environment for all. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Rhonda. Great to be here. Hi. Great. This is season three of HR and 15, and we're, I'm so glad you're here. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and Four Day Week Global? Sure. So personally, I'm from Ireland. I moved to New York in September of last year. I've been involved in the campaigning space for a large number of years, but particularly got interested in this issue back in 2018 in Ireland. I was the founding member of the Four Day Week Ireland Coalition in 2019. And since then, I've been collaborating with Four Day Week Global um, on this conversation around work time reduction and then came on board full time last year as the, the CEO. And really, we're a not-for-profit organization that over the last number of years has been working with a very diverse spread of companies from a range of different industries all over the world to support them to trial and transition to what we call reduced hour productivity focused working. And it's based around the principle of the 180-100 rule, which is 100% of the pay, 80% of the time, but in return for a commitment to delivering 100% of the output. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that. In recent years, the idea of this four-day work week has really become popular. Uh, we get questions about that all the time at Prestige PEO. Can you tell us why employers should consider this business model? Well, I think traditionally we've seen employers interested and attracted to this idea because of two main reasons. The first being productivity, using the four-day work week as something that is a forcing function and a lever to really shift the conversation away from the length of time people are spending at the office, at the desk, or on the clock, and really have a much sharper focus on, on output and productivity. And the second is issues around burnout. We see organizations drawn to this because they're trying to address issues around employee well-being in the workplace. The one area that really, since the pandemic, has catapulted to the top of the reasons why companies are coming to us and are interested in exploring this idea is really the whole area of recruitment and retention. And, and a, in a really tight labor market, we're seeing that, that firms are really turning to the four-day workweek idea as something that can, can potentially give them a significant competitive advantage. Right, that's amazing. Uh, thank you for sharing that. So what differences have four-day week Global's clients experienced after implementing the new business model? I'm especially interested to hear how it impacted recruitment and, and retention. So when it comes to rec recruitment and retention, just to give you a couple of examples, Atom Bank, who are a 450-person bank in the UK that introduced the four-day work week last year, have reported and experienced a 500% increase in applicants for their open job vacancies. Um, we've also seen HealthWise, who are a large not-for-profit here in the United States, 
who last June and July were really facing a retention crisis. They were losing a lot of staff and they introduced the four day work week last August with our support almost as a crisis measure to try and address this issue that they were facing. And since mm -hmm. then, they've they've pretty much had zero unplanned attrition. You know, their their staff turnover wow. has pretty much hit the floor. So there's no question that as it currently stands, while the four day work week is something that's really growing in momentum in a lot of industries, it's something that's still rare enough that, you know, even if your company can't compete in the top 1% of compensation, that the four day work week is something that can enable you to really compete for top talent by being in the top 1% of work weeks. Great. So what other impacts have you noticed when companies implement this new model? I think one of the, the core philosophies underpinning the four day work week is this is something that really needs to be bottom up. It doesn't work as a top down process. Mm -hmm. And really the companies that have achieved the greatest gains from this are those where the leadership has been very clear in setting the direction, very clear around the metrics, the targets, the objectives that needs to be hit. And then they really empower their staff to come up with the kinds of changes to work practices that are necessary to deliver four, five days worth of output in four days. And this is something that, that companies have reported that it can be an incredible team building experience because it really throws everyone in at the deep end to, to figure out how they're gonna work smarter and more efficiently. And it's also, you know, in many ways, one of the most inexpensive process improvement strategies that you can deploy because offering the four day work week in a trial basis is something that really aligns the company's interests and those measurables and targets that you've set out with individual employees interests, because this is something that is so transformative for people in their daily lives in terms of spending more time with family, with community, and in terms of taking up new skills and new hobbies. Absolutely. It sounds like it's really great for work-life balance as well. For sure. You know, th this is something that some of the stories that we've heard, whether it's being able to do the, the school runs in the, the morning mm -hmm. and in the, in the evening, you know, spending more time caring for elderly relatives, um, you know, taking up training and leadership opportunities that maybe otherwise wouldn't be available. I think this is something that can really make a difference to people. And as a result, people's focus and motivation to really do what's necessary in order to make sure that this is sustainable for the company and to make sure that the employer can actually pull this off and um, on a permanent mm -hmm. long-term basis, you know, that motivation is really, really there. Absolutely. It also reminds me of, uh, you know, from a productivity standpoint of a concept called Parkinson's law, where work expands for the time allotted for it. So in this case, when work is shrunk down to the four day week, even though the hours are pretty much the same, employees can really get the same amount of work done. It's interesting that you should raise that, Rhonda, because I really got drawn and attracted to this idea back in 2018, partly due to a survey that we did of public sector workers in Ireland, where really the, 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 the most powerful finding that came out of that was the huge number of working parents, predominantly women, who had moved to reduced work time or to four-day work weeks for work-life balance, for childcare reasons, often coming back off maternity leave, and even though they were on 80% pay, they were reporting that their responsibilities were the same. Their expectations in the job were the same. Their output was the same. So I think that that really gets to the heart of A, the gender equality problem that we have in, in the working world, but also B, that Parkinson's law really does 
hold true. And, you know, that's what we're very much seeing with companies that we work with that in many cases, the four day work week is already here. It's just buried under the rubble of poor meeting discipline, distractions and interruptions and outdated processes and poor use of technology. And actually, when you get serious about addressing these inefficiencies within your business, you find that the four day work week is actually well within reach. Great. So, Joe, I know that you are currently running a pilot program in the US and Canada right now. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what your plans are for the future? That's right, Rhonda. We have 40 companies here in North America that are currently taking part in a six month coordinated trial of the four day work week with our support. Most of those companies started their trials at the beginning of April and are just over midway through. We also have another program coming up in North America. We have a registration deadline of the end of July. We're going to be offering pre-trial support to these companies through August and September in the form of training, mentoring, access to networking, and access to world-class academic research and assessment through our partnership with Boston College. And then the six-month trial itself will be beginning at the start of October. So if any of your listeners are exploring this idea, are potentially interested in experimenting with it, they can get in touch with my organization, 4-Day Week Global, at program at fourdayweek.com, and we'd be more than happy to discuss how it might work for them to join the program. Wonderful. Great. This is great information, Joe. We hope that some of our listeners have been inspired by this information. So tune in for our next episode where Joe will join us once again for a conversation about how you can implement the four-day work week at your organization. You can find more information about Joe and Four Day Week Global at www.fourdayweek.com. And you can listen to more episodes of HRN15 at www.hrn15.com. Thanks for listening. For questions or more information on today's topic, visit prestigepeo.com.